Only the devil loves humans for what they are and rejoices in their cunning schemes against themselves, their shameless curiosity, their lack of self-control, their impulse to break the rule as soon as they hear tell of it, their willingness to forsake their immortal soul for Nookie. The devil knows that only those with the courage to risk their soul for love are entitled to have a soul, even if God does not. And then we do intro music here. And welcome back to Book Snobs, the podcast where we read the book, watch a movie, and then talk some shit. My name's Christina. I'm Dreas. <laughs> I'm Marissa. Today we are talking about Horns, written by Joe Hill. It was published in 2010. The movie was released in 2013 and is listed as a comedy horror. Um, so there is just a quick content warning with this one. Um, in this book, there is discussion of sexual assault, violence and murder, elderly abuse and substance use. Yeah. So if those, any of those trigger you, please be aware. Maybe this isn't the episode for you. Um, and you can just come back, you know, next episode. We're good. Yep. Absolutely. Um, but with that, uh, in the synopsis of this book is that in the aftermath of his girlfriend's mysterious rape and murder, Ignatius Parrish awakes one morning to find horns growing from his head and diabolical powers at his command. And some of the major players in this are, as we said, Ignatius Parrish, his brother, Terry, um, Marin is his dead girlfriend and, Lee, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this part. Sorry, <laughs> we can cut this. Don't <laughs> We're already introducing all these people, but uh, Lee is the friend who is actually a bag of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, like, I feel like this kind of just comes with the territory, but spoiler warning. Oh, yeah. Like we this the whole podcast just by its nature is very spoiler heavy. So if you haven't read or uh, watch these movies that have been out for quite some time. Maybe come back after you've watched and read. Yeah, true. Wait, this movie came out in 2013. I know, right? I was very confused by that too. I was like, I thought sure. it was I much think that's sooner right. than that, like earlier than that. Oh, earlier? I thought it was. I thought it was way earlier. More. I thought recent. it was later because we watched. We okay, so. <laughs> Dre's and I. I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast yet, but Dre's is my sister. Um, we went to Comic-Con the year that Horns came out. Oh. And we actually... Huh? Yeah, I you don't remember, remember that? that? No. But no, but <laughs> if, if that's true, then that makes sense, because I that was my first year of high school. Yeah. So that was like, what, like 2014? Because I know that we went in years 2014 and 2015. I don't remember. <laughs> Maybe it was filmed in 2013, because, you know, when I did... I had seen online that it said 2013, but then when I started the uh -huh. movie, it said, you know, sometimes they'll have the date on it. It said 2014. So mm. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think it might have come out 2014 because I'm pretty sure it was our first year going and it was 2014 that we actually sat for the um, for the panel. Right. <clears throat> That's fun. Yeah, release date, October 3rd, 2014. Oh, interesting. Well, Google lied to me then. Because it said 23. Yeah. <laughs> Google, you know what? Google's a liar sometimes. It is. <laughs> All 
right. Well, I've got tons of thoughts, y'all. Yeah. Me too. Where do we want to start? Gosh, what I don't know. <laughs> okay. No, no, I know. But like, Where in this book yeah, are okay, we starting? Okay. It was so good, you guys. I enjoyed it so it's much. so good. So, it's I mean, so obviously, like, like we talked. Yes. I mean, uh, Marissa and I kind of started just a little bit without you before well, you're getting ready, Christina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously nothing too much just because, you know, we're trying to save everything for the pod. But like some of it was so difficult to get through because of all these, you know, horrible content things that we had to warn everyone mm-hmm. about. So it's it's, you know several parts are really hard to stomach and I'm literally like sitting there grimacing as I'm getting through it. Mm -hmm. But it's despite how like horrible it is, like the entire time I was like fully enthralled, you know, like, so yeah. Like, Oh my God, this is so good. Like such a good experience. And like, absolutely would read it again. It was so good. Yeah. And I want to point out how there's horrendous stuff that happens and horrible stuff that people are telling him. Yet it's mm-hmm. worlds different from our last book where it was just flags all over the place. And it was it's just completely different context. Yeah. I mean, I have absolutely. a note about yeah. that. Yeah. Like I do, too. <laughs> <laughs> I have I do, too. I have um, mine just says like, oh, like the the horrible shit being said um, is more so used to just kind of show the worst in humanity yeah. versus like being said by the main character for shock value. Exactly. Um, And yeah, I definitely wanted to have a discussion about that in terms of just kind of the purpose of these sort of words and, and content of, you know, like actually showing you, Hey, this person sucks Mm -hmm. versus like, Oh my God. They said, you know, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, although we got through a lot of that with, I could be wrong, I could be mistaken, but I think we had like one racial slur. Again, not great. And it was, in, again, it was in the context of mm-hmm. uh, people saying the most horrible things that are there. But, you know, in the beginning with the chick and her golf instructor. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I actually had to like take my headphones out and make Edgar listen to that because I was like, this genuinely just shocked me right now. Like yeah. I wasn't expecting it. And I was like, oh, I was like, uh, OK. <laughs> yeah. Is there like, a different oh, okay. way we could have done that? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. And again, it's just kind of made to illustrate the way that the horns affect the people around Ig uh-huh. and how like and I mean, like, I don't know that she would have used the N word had right. she not been under the influence of the horns i would think probably if she's thinking it you know what i mean right but yeah i definitely could have used could have gone without it but i mean it's there and i'm not i don't want to excuse it no it's just that it's different than how we've seen things presented before like right again not okay but um all of these horrible things are not it's just different context entirely um, but that's all I could think of in the beginning was just like, so I had read this book a couple of years ago, actually for the first time, just before we started the podcast originally, I was on a weird, like long book binge and, uh, I had read it for the very first time just a few years ago. Um, and I forgot how bleak it is. Like, I mean, I know that it's horrible and, uh, Mm -hmm. not 
not horrible, like bad, but horrible, like God, what he has to go through, especially just in the beginning. Um, it's so fucking bleak and it's just so dark, but it's so enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I mean, it's the writing, obviously. It's yeah, just like yeah. the way everything's presented to you. I do have a quick little note just mm-hmm. saying he sounds, I feel like his writing, and I don't know if it was because the audiobook I was listening to, I'm pretty sure it was the same narrator as Dr. Sleep. Oh, but uh-huh. I'm like, this just sounds like Stephen King. I'm like, yeah. it sounds like, <laughs> like it's kind of, I mean, like, which makes sense, obviously, but um, I don't know, it was just kind of cool, like, kind of neat be- being like, oh, he sounds a lot like his dad. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, that's kind of cute. On that note, like, what I thought was cool is that, um, so at one point he mentions, someone named Judas Coyne playing on the radio. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if either of you have read Heart-Shaped Box yet, but Judas no. Coyne is the main character in Heart-Shaped Box, and he's like oh, cool. an aging rock star. And so I love that, um, oh, I love so that he's not only bringing in his own <laughs> world, but um, Judas yeah. Coyne is mentioned in Dr. Sleep, too. So like, oh, really? not only That's is like true. it's his own same <laughs> universe, but yeah, but yeah. like yeah. daddy's well, universe they, is the same. Also, too. Like it's just so cute. <laughs> he also makes like a carry reference at one point. What? Sorry? Oh, he does. Yeah, he, he? he makes a carry reference. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't remember That's exactly right. when, but I remember being like, "Oh, haha, that's funny." You know, he mentioned carry. Oh, so you cute. know what? I didn't even pick up on that. That's so cute. No, I, I was going to say there's a mention of dairy. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, Dairy Maine, yeah. He mentioned, yeah, <laughs> not like the milk product. <laughs> <laughs> My brain. <laughs> yeah, I saw the look of like what in yeah. your face, and I was like, okay, I feel like I need to elaborate. That's My right. brain was my brain. My brain was like scrolling through all the different things that Dairy could be. And I like couldn't think. <laughs> but yeah, so I literally have just a note saying, is Dairy a real place? And then I didn't look it up, so. <laughs> is Dairy a real place? I'm going to bet that it's not. I'm going to bet that it's not and that that's just. Has, uh, has Eric has Eric told you his 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 uh, his whole thing about J- Joe Hill? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is. Yeah. By, by Christina's laugh, I'm assuming that means yeah, but. I, I yeah. don't know about Marissa. No, Eric, I need to hear Eric, this. Eric says that, uh, Eric goes, uh, well, Eric says, he poses the question, do you know why Joe Hill goes by Joe Hill? Why? Because he wants people to take him seriously. He doesn't want people to think that he's joking. <laughs> That's great. I love that. <laughs> okay, we need For to those of you who show. haven't picked up on it yet, uh, <laughs> Joe Hill is Stephen King's son. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just in case that we, you didn't make that obvious. <laughs> Eric said. Eric was like, "Are you going to say it on the podcast?" And I was like, "Well, I think I have to now." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so official shout out to Eric. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. <laughs> That's great, Thanks, Eric. Thank you, Eric, for giving me jokes to say. <laughs> um. Yeah, well, so I, have, well I have like two sets of notes for the books because I was listening to I was I don't know if you guys read it, if you guys listened to it. Um, a little bit was, of both, yeah. but mostly yeah. listening this time. I was telling Marissa that I I've had like no time this week because I'm like I've been mm-hmm. like crazy busy with work and school. So I basically had to listen to like the entire thing and I was just like mostly listening to listening to it on my drives. A couple of times when I had like some time in between sessions, I would like listen to it as I read it. 
Um, I just like follow yeah. along in the book. But I was telling her, I was like, it's like, I'm so disappointed that I didn't get to read it because, you know, that's like, it's definitely a different experience. I feel like when I read it, I yeah. mm-hmm. really imagine everything. I can really see everything. And not that I can't see it when I'm listening to it, but it's not quite the same. It's not quite in the same like vivid detail, I feel, you know what I yeah. mean? And so I'm like so disappointed that I didn't get to read it just because I enjoyed it so much. Obviously, there are certain parts that I'm kind of glad I didn't get have to sit there and see the whole thing. But yeah. <laughs> but for the most part, I'm just so disappointed that I didn't get to like really experience it the way I typically get to experience books. But at the mm-hmm. same time, it still did not take away from like the beautiful writing and like the amazing way that he like reveals things to you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you said you're reading, Christina? I I just mostly listen to it. Oh, really? I read some of it. Um, I definitely I under I, I get what you're saying completely. I normally um do a bit of both. I'll do like ah, there's a word for it. But I I'll usually read and listen at the same time. Yeah. I feel like that just kind of helps my brain concentrate. Oh yeah, on, for sure. Like what I'm doing. Yeah. But for some reason with this one, I just kind of I was just listening to it and like playing games and stuff, and then or just kind of listening while I took the dog out mm-hmm. or uh, just doing stuff around the house. Um, but then like, I literally, I did that and then I finished the book and I was like, Ooh, I don't think I actually like took in the last couple of chapters. I had to do the same so I thing. Went back, yeah. <laughs> I went back and reread it. Cause I was like, I need to actually like sit down and read it and make sure my brain like absorbs right. what just happened. Yeah. So I did that. And yeah, I feel like, I feel like that worked out pretty well for me because the bits that I did, uh, uh, did go back and reread weren't like bad. Yeah. <laughs> weren't, like yeah. these horrible things that were happening. So, um, it was a little easier, but the reason I bring that up is because in the book, pretty early on, it is revealed that Marin was murdered by Lee. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it's, it's like in the first part. Like, the, it's, yeah, it's yeah. split off in, or sections, split off into like four sections. It's in the first section. Yeah. And in the audiobook, I don't know what it looks like in the book because I didn't actually go back to look at it. Um, but in the audiobook, <laughs> Jay's already yeah, nodding. I know what you're about to say. <laughs> Ig does the funniest scream. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I understand, obviously, it's not meant to be funny. Like, he just found out that his best friend murdered his, you know, girlfriend. And it's that's horribleness for anyone to get. Yeah. But it's just, he just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like this really high-pitched scream. And I was like, what the fuck? I thought about that yeah. when I first read it, just because it's... It's literally just like six or seven capital E's. It's oh my just goodness. Like, so I was like, how is that? So when he said it's it, so I don't, funny. I wasn't exactly expecting it to be that way, like a straight, just, just the way he said it. I was like, oh, yeah, it caught me off guard a little bit. Um, yeah, same. <laughs> I, I'm just like so overwhelmed by all the things I could say about this book. I don't even know what to say about this book. I know. <laughs> I um really enjoyed Terry in this book. I think that you really see the relationship that Egg and Terry have. Like, it's so, you know, it's got that, like, brotherly drama, you know, like, there's mm-hmm. a little bit of jealousy kind of from both ends for different reasons, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. they've always got each other's backs, you know, like, when they're when they're yes. little kids and they're at the, um, Egg's trying to go down the, the end of, I the shopping cart. Shopping cart. He's just one thing. He's gonna go down <laughs> yeah. in the shopping cart naked, and you know 
Terry like shits on on Lee for like trying to give Ig shit, but he's like, like you're too chicken to do it, you know? <laughs> like yeah. you're too chicken to do it, so now my brother's gonna have to do it, you know? And every, yeah, he's all yeah. embarrassed, you know? <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know. I just like I think it's so fun, you know, like to to see like both sides of of Terry in that moment where he's like defending Ig, but he's also like Ig, don't fucking do this, you goddamn don't idiot. Fucking you do know? It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mom's gonna kill me. Yeah. And also, and then, you yeah, can like, tell it's just because he cares about him. He like yeah, doesn't want absolutely. him to get hurt. Like yeah, yeah. No, totally. Not just like I'm gonna get in trouble. Like that's a huge part of it, I'm sure. But he's just like, no, actually, I fucking love you. Don't get hurt. Yeah, you're gonna yeah. kill yourself right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. That and, and then, then of course him. Uh-huh. No, go for it. Go. Sorry. Oh no! I was just gonna say that. Of course, the the him getting the cherry bomb from Eric after Eric tried to back out and be like, "No, mm-hmm. he was wearing shoes." Right. Yeah. But him going like driving over to his house to get the cherry yeah. bomb. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. It's just yeah. Their relationship is just really cute, and it's really I love that. And I don't want to go into the movie just yet, but I love that he in the book he's the only person, and I mean obviously you know why afterwards that you know he was the only person that truly believed he didn't kill Marin. Yeah. Right. But initially, when I had first heard that, I was like, oh, that's sweet. Like, his brother, like, genuinely believes yeah. in him and loves him and blah, like blah, blah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, stuff. you know. Yeah. And, yeah. and really, is one of the... out because... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, I was just gonna say it's just because he knows who actually killed her. Yeah. And I like that hearing his most horrible thoughts, they're not nearly as bad as what yeah. some of the other shit he has to listen to oh, yeah. and experience from yeah. people who, like, are supposed to love him. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, like, obviously, yeah, the, he doesn't believe that he did it because he knows who did, but he didn't even have that bad of a part in what happened. Like, oh, obviously, yeah. like, he could have gone to the <laughs> yeah. police, but, like, he had this held over him. And I don't know, it was just refreshing to sort of have it be someone who's, like, not telling him, like, I wish yeah. you would go away. And, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, like, and I even can't then, you did this to her. Yeah. yeah. And, and even then, with him, like, confessing this shitty thing um you know like not not coming forward with the information that he had he still like again like you said it's not nearly as horrible as a lot of the things other people told Ig, uh-huh. but he still redeemed himself you know like yeah he, he played a very very like active role in in trying to help egg figure uh-huh. out what to do about it once once Terry was able to snap himself out of the power of the horns, <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. he like really tried. Yeah, yeah, I I really enjoyed Terry in the book. Yeah, absolutely. He was he was a fun character. Mm-hmm. Do we? I don't. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if we want to just outright say what happened or just to kind of refresh everyone's. Yeah, let's do that. Minds. Well, so what ended up happening is that Ig and Marin had been together since, like, the beginning of high school, so it's years later. Uh, he's getting ready to leave for England for a job? School? Yeah. I don't remember job, which. I think. Yeah, job. But um, she, Marin breaks up with him. We find out later more about why she breaks up with him, but she breaks up with him in kind of a way to um, part her- herself from him. I don't know how much to say about it right now. But anyways, so long story short... um they have a big blow a big fight and iggy leaves and um she's stuck out there in the rain and lee and terry pick her up and um do you want to continue here trace (laughs) well i'll go from there yeah terry knocks out because he he's like all drugged up and stuff and then um can can we clarify he is drunk 
and high, he's right? Drinking. Yeah, he's just, he's just I mean, extremely like, crossfit. It just weed high. Yeah, yeah, he's California. Yeah, weed, yeah, yeah, I was yeah, just yeah. gonna say, he's, <laughs> he's, except that he's not because he had been drinking. Oh yeah. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so he had mentioned being high or like having having a joint or having yeah. just weed on him, yeah. and then he also mentions, you know, they had been drinking at the bonfire, right? Yeah. Which is for some reason he ends up going with Lee. Does Lee offer him a ride? No, he was, he, he, was, he was with Lee because Lee was trying to get, um, oh, Terry that's right. To he get, was like, trying to get the, yeah. the congressman on Terry's show or something. Oh, that's yeah, right. That's, that's right, right. That's right. Okay. Um, right. So then in the car. Yeah. yeah like so he knocks out. They out. take. <laughs> yeah. Lee's knocked out. Then. No, sorry. No, Terry's, Terry's knocked, knocked out. out. <laughs> <laughs> Lee's driving. <laughs> <Too many> names. <laughs> and then. Yeah. Then that's when, uh. Lee murders Marin. Yeah. Well, he yeah. believes because she's been outside in the rain. So he's like, I have some clothes for you to change into. And he believes and has believed for a long time that she's coming on to him and that she broke right. up with yeah, Egg. Which, I feel like which, we can go a little bit more into detail on that. Like, oh, yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Because I definitely have a lot to say oh, about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I also just like, <laughs> I love the way that this book was set up in that you, you start there where you start where you start with, yeah. you immediately see a get the horns, right? Like in the first chapter, like that's what you get. Yeah. I yeah. loved that first chapter. It's like a, it's a page long, <laughs> but it right. was such a good way to introduce the book. And then yeah. from there you get like, you get little by little, you know, you, you get all the weird confessions, the creepy confessions, and you learn immediately that Lee kills Marin, and then yeah. you finally get Terry's point of view. So you see all of that stuff where he's knocked out, and and you know Lee and Marin disappear, and then you're like, okay, but what happened? You know, like what happened while uh-huh. while yeah. Terry was knocked out, and then you get to see Lee's point of view, and you get to see what you know the shit he did to his mom was was crazy. That that was crazy fucked up. Was <laughs> that was so oh, insane. Yeah. Um, he, oh my God, it was horrible. And then, and then you see what he did to Marin. And of course, well, you see like, like, like what you guys said, she, that how he believes that she like was coming on to him. And then you see what he did to her, which again, absolutely horrible. And then like, finally, like everything, then you're like, like, why did Marin break up with him? And then you finally find out and it's just like, it all just kind of comes together so nicely. It was so exciting to read. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you keep getting little it's, reveals. It's not just like, well, that's yes. it, that's the end, or I have to wait all the way for it to be over to find out what's happening. It's just like, yeah, you keep getting little reveals and deeper and deeper into the story, and it's just so well done. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And just to just to further elaborate, um, when Terry, no, no, Lee. when Lee, <laughs> when Lee kills Marin, uh-huh. um, because Terry is passed out in the back of his car. He basically tries to frame Terry, Terry. for it, yeah. like basically make him an accomplice. He puts the rock that he used to smash Marin's head on his chest. Uh-huh. And I mean, like, it makes sense when you're like all, you know, groggy and not totally conscious to kind of reach if you feel something on your exactly. chest to kind of reach for it. So obviously his, you know, he's now literally has her blood on his hands. Mm-hmm. And so that is used to then basically blackmail Terry into not saying anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it was that too. And and he put, um, because Terry had hit his head, he was bleeding. He like put some of Terry's blood onto like her clothes or something. Oh, right? onto her underwear. Yeah. Yeah, oh. that's right. He says he cleans her wound with, he cleans his wound with her underwear. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like Lee is so beyond fucked. 
Like, yeah. Oh, every yeah. part it's of Lee insane. is a horrible person. And it's, yeah. it's again, like with, with the way things are revealed again, so beautifully, like you get Egg's point of view of their relationship and how he like genuinely thought that they were friends. And he felt so indebted to Lee for mm-hmm. saving him. And uh-huh. then later you find out oh. he had nothing to do with saving him. And it's yeah. just like, he's like, well, I told you a million, like so many times that I did nothing to save you. And yeah. it's just like, yeah, what? <laughs> yeah. I think that was okay. So I, I know Marissa, you mentioned that you had read the book a long time ago or like a while ago, a few years uh-huh. ago. I remember watching the movie a long time ago. I don't remember like a whole, I didn't remember before this. I didn't mm-hmm. remember a whole lot of the details. I remember like the big twist. Yeah. Um, at the end, but I wasn't like, I didn't remember many of the details. Mm-hmm. So like reading it, like kind of hearing all that and hearing like all of Lee. And I mean, Lee's character in the movie is, I feel pretty fucking different. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, than he is in the book. Yeah. But kind of getting all that Lee shit was like ugh, overwhelming. It's, so bad. it's overwhelming. Yeah. Because yes. you think it can't get any worse and then it just gets worse. And then it does. Like, and then, <laughs> and then yeah, just learning that like this, basically they're the basis of their friendship, which is like, you know, Dreas, like you said, Dreas, that Lee saved Ig's life. Yeah. After the whole shopping cart incident, Lee, I mean, yeah. Iggy drowns or like starts to drown and it appears that Lee saves him, but is just being modest about it. But like, yeah, he didn't. He didn't. He Apparently, Egg somehow got out of the water by himself. Yeah, and and, and there was a snake nearby. There's something about oh, there being yeah. a snake. Yeah, yeah, and Lee was just trying to get away, and that's he like actually didn't do anything to save Egg. Yeah. as it turns out, there's a part whenever Lee goes to Egg's house and is selling the magazines. Uh-huh. So. Egg sort of is under the impression that Lee is poor. Um, and it's not necessarily anything that Lee, like, says, you know, huh? That he says? Yeah, well, I mean, like, it is kind of what he says, but he he never, like... <laughs> Lee like, didn't never try to, to com- make Egg believe that he was poor. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. He never, like, says anything about, you know, like, Egg immediately gets this thought into his head that he grew up in a trailer. yeah. And yeah. which, by the way, chillers are fucking nice. Shut up. Yeah. Like, that's They're not nice. like, calm down, dude. Like, clipping's a fucking elitist. Right. Um, <laughs> but um, he, yeah, he just immediately is like, oh, he's um, like, he's not, he's, he grew up in a trailer park. He like doesn't, and because he doesn't have CDs, because he mentioned something about CDs being expensive uh-huh. and how he doesn't have anything to listen to CDs on, it just assumes that he's poor. Which like, yeah, like bro, that's that's on you. That's, that's on you. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, like bro. But um, and then like there's that like reveal that Lee isn't poor. That his mom's his mom's like a nurse or something, and he lives mm-hmm. in like what sounds like a pretty a nice nice neighborhood. neighborhood. Yeah, and I just thought that was kind of a like I would. I was like, I feel like that's more telling on Ig than it is Lee. Like, Lee sucks, but that's it's definitely true. more telling on Ig but, than anything else. But then we also, with that, get the reveal that, like, those magazines, he had stolen them, and there was no charity. Like, he yeah. was just trying to rip that's people true. off or whatever. So, yeah, I, I guess that is that kind of hides, not, like, takes it away, but it kind of makes you forget that Ig was the one who kind of just had these preconceptions, and it just makes you think, like, yeah. wow, Lee sucks. 
which he does. Well, but no, you yeah, are, but like, it definitely still sucks. It is no, yeah. on egg, though. Yeah. But I also feel like those things, like, I feel like I didn't immediately, like, I wasn't immediately like, oh, Lee's horrible, you know? Like, yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, that was kind of yeah. slimy. But, like, I don't know. I didn't really think anything of it. You know what I mean? I was yeah. like, whatever. He's fucking, he's trying to get, make some money, you know, like, right. Like, obviously, like, he could have just gotten a, a job or whatever. But yeah, he's yeah. like a, a stupid little teenager. He's just ripping some people off. Yeah. But then, again, like you said, it just gets worse and worse and uh-huh. worse and worse. <laughs> yeah, first of all, he's a Republican. <laughs> Maybe worst of all. <laughs> yeah, I like that they say that, like, like the only time that he and Marin had ever had a fight was whenever Marin was like, God, stop that fucking pro-life bullshit, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> oh. yeah very pro-life of him to kill Marin. Right? I know, right? Also, yeah, there's like that line where like he's talking when he's talking to the congressman, the long the he says the congressman says something about like, oh, like you should run for office. Like my seat's going to be mm-hmm. empty. And Lee's like, eh, I don't think I want to. And he's like, oh, it's too bad. Like you could be the next Reagan. <laughs> and I was like, huh? <laughs> oh, I, I, I just told Christina this recently. Apparently, um, I know I'm just spouting president facts, but uh, uh, God, why can't I remember his name right now? Jimmy Carter peanut farmer uh-huh. what's his name jimmy carter jimmy carter, <laughs> jimmy carter. thank you jimmy carter yes <laughs> um yes uh jimmy carter had jimmy carter the peanut farmer he had um solar panels installed in the white house in the 70s so this oh, is like wow. you know like super long like well not super long time but like a long time long enough time ago where you know relatively renewable speaking. energy wasn't <laughs> yeah it like wasn't like a huge thing at the time you right. know like it wasn't on the forefront of most people's brains and then as soon as reagan came in he had them taken out <laughs> fucking pendejo like are you serious I, no like really <laughs> like you, you you really just couldn't leave some solar panels in like what right? what does yeah, it matter like, what's the harm yeah. oh my god fucking reagan oh my god that uh, sounds like a lee torno thing to do oh it right totally a lee torno <laughs> thing to do that's gross add that um, to the list <laughs> stupid shit of reasons why reagan is in hell yeah 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 yes yes um yeah where were we (laughs) we're talking about Um, how shitty lee is there's just this one little note i have whenever lee's at the house uh he says something about how he's not wearing socks in his converse high tops oh god and i'm like how does he know right they're high tops that's a good point like i mean like i guess if you're looking at the little holes True. But I'm like, what teenage boy is that observant? Yeah, why are you looking that like, hard looking, at his Yeah. <laughs> but also that... Yeah, I just thought that was a little thing. M- makes my skin crawl. I know, right? Yes. I don't... Yeah. yeah. No. I, I'm very no, pro-socks. I don't like that. Like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm a, a socks-to-bed yeah. type of person. And for some reason, that really bothers people. <laughs> Not from, from about me in particular, but people. It's a very hot topic. But, um... <laughs> Being pro sock, <laughs> wearing socks to bed. Oh, wearing socks to bed. Yeah. Is that what you said? Yes. Not yeah, yeah. That that, that bothers me. <laughs> I I can sometimes do it, but sometimes if I if I'm like in bed and I notice my socks, I I have to kick them off. Yeah. So I no, I need I to have can't. them on. I'm uncomfortable like, without them. <laughs> I feel like the only time I can do that is like when it's really cold. 
or like when I'm camping and it's cold, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I have to like, on, I have like, to have, it has to be like a specific kind of sock. You know what I mean? Like, it's like I'm wearing my fuzzy yeah. socks to bed. But okay. So yes. you're telling me when you're laying in bed with Edgar and you're both yes. sockless and your <laughs> feet touch his feet, that's not the worst yeah. feeling in the world. No, they interlock no. toes. Yeah, oh, we do that no. a lot. <laughs> Just for fun. I hate my feet being touched. I hate them. I hate it being touched. So, like, the thought of potentially anything else touching my feet is horrendous to me. You're going to hate this. Gooby loves feet. Oh, no. Gooby will. <laughs> this is too much feet talk, y'all. This is going on too long. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah no he loves to he loves to like as soon as edgar gets home he'll like he'll take off his shoes and his socks and gooby needs to gooby needs to start sniffing and licking i hate that so much. Throat. i hate that <laughs> okay gooby to clarify is my dog he's <laughs> <Yeah>. not <laughs> not just a person in her life yeah we don't just have like a roommate that goes around sniffing or <laughs> licking her feet um okay i mean like he kind of is our roommate i don't he know he's kind of your roommate <laughs> He's not paying bills, so I don't count them. <laughs> You're right. Anyway, <laughs> um, so I kind of want to touch on on like the cherry bomb. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So the way Ig and Marin first meet, and it's very I don't I don't feel like they do as much of an emphasis on the movie on like religion as they do in the book. Right. Mm-hmm. It's very much a big part of kind of who they are and how they met. But in church, Marin uses her cross to, like, shine a light into Ig's eye. And um, as she's doing that, her cross breaks. Mm-hmm. And it is, it, his dad, Ted, does tell him, he's like, oh, I think it's Morse code. Mm-hmm. Like, she's telling you to stop staring at her. Yeah. Um, and her cross breaks. And as she's trying to fix it, Lee Torneau, before they even, before he and... Uh, our friends does you know like lean over he does try to help her out with it which (sighs) (laughs) i guess could be taken as sort of a cute romantic gesture from this random boy you don't know trying to touch you but of course because it's a random boy trying to touch her she kind of freaks out and i mean doesn't freak out but she clearly doesn't like the fact that he's trying to touch her and yes yes and so after church, Ig finds that she has left the necklace behind. And so he tries to fix it because, like I mentioned, you know, her... I did say it broke, right? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh, okay, so he tries to fix it, can't. Uh, Lee finds the necklace in Ig's room once they become friends um, and offers to fix it for him and give it to her. And basically, they both are kind of looking at this necklace as an in with Mary. Yeah. And they're both obviously interested in her. Um, Lee does, is able to fix it. And, you know, but the next week at church, Marin isn't there. So once Ig, sorry, (laughs) once Ig has possession of the cherry bomb, he uses that as a bargaining chip to get the necklace back from Lee. So that again, he has that in with Marin. Um, And it's just, I think it's kind of funny and telling of like the way they initially both view Marin Uh as like, not necessarily this person who it has her own preference agenda, you know, her own, yeah, her own preferences, her own wants. It's just these boys are thinking, oh, if I'm the one with the necklace, like she'll be into me. Yeah. Which is like, you know, later Marin 
does clarify that with Ig, where she's like, no, dude, I wanted you to find it. I wanted you to be the one to give it to me. That's why I left it Yeah. And I think it's just so funny. And we can go into this a little bit more with Lee later. But I think it's just so funny. Like, that's just how boys view girls. Yes. You know, like, is that just how that is? Like, I feel like that it is because there's so much, you know, there's we see this in like movies and other books. And even when mm -hmm. it's not the main storyline, when it's just like, oh, well, I'll let you have her. No, you can have her or something. Yeah. And it's, just, it's it's as if she has no autonomy. Exactly. It's very gross. And it's just something that's perpetuated um, society and life since we were young, since way before us even. And it's just it's horrible. It's yeah. gross. Yeah. I don't know if there's anything else to say about that. But I mean, aside from the fact that the cherry bomb then ends up being um, it gets exploded. <laughs> It, it exploded as Jerry bombs tend to do. Yeah. yeah. And it fucks up Lee, like Lee, because he's in possession of it. Now he, it explodes poorly. I don't know. He's by it when it explodes. He said, they, yeah, said that, like, so they thought it wasn't going to go off. So Lee went back to check on it and then it blew up once he was getting close. And then that's yeah. how like, the, the glass got in his eye. So now he has one bad eye. He's like blinded in that eye now. Right. He's like fully blind. Uh huh. Or like, or I, it's like, I don't think he's totally blind. Partially. He says he, he can says see like he light, has, yeah. right? But like, he can't really see clearly out of it, basically, is the point. Yeah, uh -huh. I think I think that's right. Yeah. He mentioned something about the eye being able to kind of look at something different or like see past. Like he says, it basically is sort of implied that it has like a little bit of a supernatural uh -huh. like power. Right. That eye. But um, do we want to start kind of moving into the movie or? I just want to say one thing that I had, um, well, I have a couple of quotes that I liked from the book. Um, mm -hmm. but the f very first note that I wrote was, you see what happens when you leave mad just because they like get in that fight. And then like, that's the last conversation they ever have. And it, <laughs> just cause I'm very much like the kind of person that's like, don't go to bed mad. I'll push a fight till it's through. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, I want to get over and uh -huh. back to like good. And that's not maybe a great yeah. quality, but I'm like, you see, like, I don't know, let's not leave situations angry and then leave the potential for shit like this to happen where, like, that's the kind mm -hmm. of last conversation you have with someone. So you see what happens when you leave mad? <laughs> um, <laughs> and then one of the quotes I liked, and we'll just say, like, this is uh, near the end-ish, middle, maybe. Um, I see God now as an imaginative writer of popular fiction. Someone who builds stories around sadistic and graceless plots, narratives that exist only to express his terror of a woman's power to choose who and how to love, to redefine love as she sees fit, not as God thinks it ought to be. I just feel like that spoke a lot to like what you were saying mm -hmm. about like her choice in the matter. And I yeah, really yeah, yeah. And he I think he has something about that, too. Something about how like I I really like the line where he says something about um how like a woman with her ability to bring life into the world is more like God than like anything else. Uh -huh. Like, mm -hmm. and I was like, yeah, that's yeah. All right. Like it's very pro women. His little snake. Sermon. Yes, oh, yeah. exactly. Or I think it's called the fire sermon. Isn't I it? think yeah, it is. Yeah, a fire sermon, but it's when all the snakes are listening to him. Yeah. Yeah. In that, in that same thing, he, he talks about how like God fears women more than he fears the devil because women love unconditionally. Like they don't wait for yeah. them for anybody to like um to like prove their loyalty to, uh -huh. to yeah. them, you know? Like they'll just love yeah. you for, you know, being who you are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
I like I like that whole little fire sermon. Yeah, it's really great. I was like, fuck yeah. And I mean, if it's not, if you haven't read the book, that is the excerpt that was read at the beginning of the mm-hmm. podcast was from the fire sermon. Um, I think we should just go into the whole Lee perspective chapters. Yeah. I, I, I feel like I've been itching to yeah, get Yeah, we need to. Because they are painful. It's painful. Not just for the fact that he abuses his mother in horrific ways. Yeah. His dying mother his she had dementia he says i think dementia dementia and kidney failure yes yeah and he just abuses her up until like almost almost until the very end right he says something about how like he thinks and the only reason he starts treating her even remotely nicely is because he thinks they might be getting like a visit or he thinks he's no she she has a moment of clarity oh that's right yeah and then she's trying she was trying to get she's trying to call that's right yeah and then that's that's why like for a little while she she was treating her well like just in case just in case yeah which is fucking disgusting and i feel like that's i mean it's a bleak look but i think i would say a fair look at some of the worst parts of like christianity is kind of like the idea of doing good because somebody is watching you and doing good for the sake of getting mm-hmm. into heaven or something, you know, whereas maybe people who don't subscribe to that believe in doing good just for the sake of doing good. So it is yeah. kind of like he's super Christian and like we see that as a part of him way later, like God being very important to him. But then we also see that like he's only maybe starting to treat her marginally better because of that. Like, mm-hmm. I'd argue that God isn't important to him. And it's just that he's trying to put up that front so that people who are Christian and are, you know, do hold God in that esteem will look up to him. Yeah, I agree. I don't think he ever really gave me the, the, I never really got the feeling that he actually cared. Was legitimately religious. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Cause I feel like you get, you get that from Marin and you get that from Ig. True. That they are like genuinely religious, but I don't, I, yeah, I never really got that from. I'm not even sure you fully get Lee. that from Ig either, though. Like, definitely mm-hmm. Marin. But, yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, obviously, a lot of Ig's, um, like, issues with God and religion probably are more at the forefront after Marin's death, yeah. just because he's, you know, he's feeling that, like, well, you know, God let her die, like, no fucking yeah. way that, that, you know, a loving God would let that happen to someone like yeah. this, someone that loved him you know mm-hmm. um yeah but i i don't necessarily think that well i mean i don't know i might be wrong but i never super got the feeling that he really cared quite as much as i would say Marin did right mm-hmm. i think so oh yeah for sure uh i just feel like he did i, I just feel like before the whole Marin thing mm-hmm. yeah sorry i i was gonna say you might just be thinking because he's a genuinely good person <laughs> yeah that could be it <laughs> that could genuinely just be it yeah but yeah i just always got the impression that he did uh you know uh value like god yeah. before the whole marin right. thing happened um that was at least a, the sort of impression i got but yeah it might just be that he because he was genuinely a good person true i just assumed <laughs> and i guess i think i i would argue that maybe it is in the same way that we see congressmen and supreme court justices today yes. who say that everything that they do is because of god or whatever and their decisions are not actually shit like taking down the yeah it's like taking down the solar panels at the white house exactly (laughs) it's like um not it's it's the the wrong and bad side of christianity maybe religion in general but um i guess that's how i viewed it like not him ever actually being a good person but 
him, I don't know. I don't know more than that, but <laughs> he's just a piece of shit. No, he is. He is 1000%. And I mean, even after, so after his mom dies, there's that scene where he like, I, and I don't understand why he thought Marin was coming onto him. And maybe it's because, you know, well, he's a man. Like, <laughs> yeah. And was she was say, showing maybe it's just because I'm not a man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's a man that and she was just, showing kindness to him. That's it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. So he just starts basically feeling her up as, you know, right after his, like literally right after his mom dies. She's like still the day dead in she, the other room. Yes. Yeah. And he even has a line, something about how like, oh, he, he thinks he read somewhere that like having a dead body nearby is an aphrodisiac. Yes. So he's going to try to fuck her before it comes over. Yes. Which is like, what the actual what the fuck dude like what the fuck yeah he yeah. like he like has a line in that same part where he's like imagining her like getting dressed like picking out like what she's gonna wear to come see him you know looking at herself in the mirror like from behind to like make sure she looks good before she goes to comfort mm-hmm. him and stuff and it's like really you think that's what she's doing while, while she's yeah. before she comes to make sure that you're okay after your mom died like yeah really <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> And even like the like the months after that, or like the time after that, where he's like talking about how it's like, oh, she's like always talking to me and she's like, yeah. you know, reaching out to me a lot. And like obviously she wants this, you know, she yeah. wants to get with yeah. me. But she's literally just reaching out to her friend whose mom just died. Yeah. Like, bro. And her saying, Oh, I'll set you up with my friend, like she's really hot and like you deserve a good girl. And he just like yeah. fully ignores that and thinks she's making this up. Just to yeah, like, like she's making like a, some sort of excuse like, to get him over to the her amount house, of like. times that that he says like, oh, she says things that she doesn't mean, or she says these mm-hmm. things but she means something else, yeah. or yeah. she's not like, telling me yeah. the thing what she's actually thinking. Like it's like, bro, no, yeah, <laughs> she's very she's telling you things very clearly if you just yeah. listen. Jesus, like yeah, well. yeah. Uh, a lot of what Marin said had double meanings to Lee. Yeah, like. Yeah. No, they, they did didn't. It. No, they did. You just it. didn't you want to just... believe the meaning she said, or you yeah. didn't hear it at all. More yeah. Likely. You're just looking. Yeah. You're looking into things that just aren't, they're not there. Yeah. yeah. You're seeing things that aren't there. Like he mentions one of the first times that he goes to visit her in Boston, he says something about how she's looking sick. Uh huh. And then, and I think he tells her like, oh, are you okay? And she's like, oh, I'm just sick. Yeah. And he goes again and again, sees that she's sick. And he's like, oh, like, you're still sick. And she's like, yeah, I'm still sick. And it at no point is he thinking, oh, shit, she's sick. Yeah. Like, he's not actually thinking, he actually, oh, oh, man, my friend is sick. He's just thinking, I want to fuck her. and She's wearing sweats. He's how annoyed at how she didn't make herself look good for him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. And like a, a little pissed at her that she's not making him hot. Um, ugh, It's just disgusting. It's so gross. Like, I, I have. Yeah, I just I think those ch- chapters and I'm sure for you guys too, uh, were the just the hardest to get through. Oh, yeah, absolutely. They were so absolutely. bad. And in in they were so bad in like a good way. Like I don't know if that makes sense, yes. but like they were just so well written exactly. and they're yeah. so they're used so brilliantly to like show you what kind of a person Lee is. Yeah. And because at no point is he thinking that he's the bad guy in this story. Yeah. Yeah. Not at like, all. It's, not it's also just kind of crazy, like like you said, like it's kind of crazy because obviously this whole time I'm like, 
no, use your brain, like use your goddamn ears and listen to her. But at the mm-hmm. same time, yeah. I'm also like, oh, I could see how he thinks that. <laughs> and I'm like kind of ashamed to say that I thought it. But I was like, oh, like maybe he genuinely like I had to, again, slightly ashamed to say I thought it. But I had to think like, is is she actually like trying to come on? To yeah. And I'm like, no, like absolutely not. He's just being disgusting. Yeah. And like, uh, but is she, you know, like, <laughs> but is she? Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, no, you're in his brain, you know, you're like, yes, yes. Exactly. you're there with him and you're like starting to think the things that he's thinking. And it's just kind yeah. of like, yeah, like, obviously, r- looking back at it, it's like, no, he was just being disgusting. But, yeah, yeah. you know, it, it was yeah. like so well written that I was, you know, yeah. starting to believe. No, it. yeah, you're right. Because he, he doesn't just say what she says. He's also like the whole time sexualizing her so it's hard to kind of separate those things when you're listening to them at the same time you know when he's talking about oh she said like once ig leaves Mm -hmm. like she's gonna be alone and as she's saying this she's like oh you know she has a really tight shirt on or a really low cut shirt on whatever the fuck you know yeah and so it's like it's hard to kind of separate those in your brain when they're coming in together yeah yeah true you know so i i completely understand because i think i did have kind of like a some of those thoughts where i'm like wait is she and it's like no no yeah right wait is she (laughs) like is she coming on to him but yeah no like if you were to i think if you were to take all the all like his chapters and just do what she is saying yeah like you'd be able to be like oh well duh no no, she's definitely not coming on to him yeah but yeah because you're in his brain and he's just sexualizing her the whole time it's yeah it's hard to kind of separate them yeah um He's just gross. I fucking hate Lee. And I mean, obviously, he's a misogynistic asshole. Right. Clearly. Um, and it like... Sorry, go ahead. No, go for it. Oh, no. I was just gonna say, I, it just reminds me of like this, like... <laughs> I I remember a while ago, I saw this TikTok of this girl talking about how... She's like, oh, you know, guys always complain about being friend-zoned. But she's like, but can we talk about how painful it is as a woman to have a friend, what you think is a friend, uh-huh. only to find out... You know, they've just been waiting for you to be free so they could try to, you know, hook up with you. Yeah. And I'm like, this is exactly what this is. She genuinely thought he was her friend. Yeah. And uh-huh. she trusted him. She like she loved him. Yeah. You know, like, like in the way that you would him. a friend. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, mm-hmm. like, it's just so heartbreaking. Like, I think in the I don't remember if she says it in the book, but I know that I remember in the movie during the horrible murder and rape scene she's telling she's screaming she's like it's me it's me yeah like trying to be like we're friends you know like you know me me. yeah like you're my friend yeah and i think she does say that in the book where she she says she's like you're ig's friend you're my friend yeah Yeah. and it's just it's just so heartbreaking to like know that this is the reality for so many women yes absolutely. you know where they have people that they have confided in and they trust and they love only to find out that they don't you know it's they don't even view them as people they're just trying to hook up with them yes exactly and yeah it's just like the worst view in the worst context of what is just reality for women and i think that's what's like so bad about this is it's not like it's so horrible it's hard it's hard to imagine it's just like this is real and this is just the worst case scenario of real life yeah yeah um yep (laughs) god yeah, and, and it's also kind of like uh, with kind of along with that, not necessarily with Lee, but also seeing how many other characters thought of her that way. You know, there was like the 
like the mm-hmm. the priest or whatever and he was being creepy yeah. about it and then yeah. i mean her dad his Doctor. dad wasn't like necessarily creepy about marin but like that he had like a weird jealousy about their love you know because he was like i've never loved yeah. anyone the way you loved her and like yeah how could you do that to her you know <laughs> yeah i don't know it was messed up the whole book is messed up yeah it is <laughs> In the best it's way, though. So I mean, it's, uh, yes. it's so well presented. <laughs> yeah. We have to keep saying that. Like, we are disgusted, but in a good, in a way that's, like, well done. <laughs> yeah. And I guess, I don't know if we haven't really gotten into it yet, but do we want to say why now? Like, really get into why she broke up with him for real? Yes. So, I don't know if someone else wants to take the lead on that. Sorry, I feel like I've been talking a lot. No, well, we, when he first meets her, he finds out that her sister died from breast cancer. And it's just like a part of their life. And um, we find out that the reason, the real reason why she broke up with Ig is because she found out that she had breast cancer and she did not want to go through what her sister went through. So she was going to opt not to do any treatment whatsoever and didn't want him to suffer with her because of she knows how she mm-hmm. and her family suffered watching her sister die. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And she mentioned something about how like her sister says some horrible things to their whole family. Right. Um, and so she just does it and she says something about how like, she's like, I know I'm going to do that too. And I just don't want to put you through that. Yeah, yeah. Her letter made me cry. I know. I don't know if anyone else yes. cried, but I cried <laughs> <laughs> whenever he finally deciphers her letter. Um, I mean, I know we're going to get to it, but that whole scene in the movie made me really mad. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't have to get to it now, but yeah, in the book, <laughs> the letter, the, just everything about it, you know, him like finding the letter, having to decipher it and like you know learning the contents of the letter it was again incredibly heartbreaking um but again beautifully done (laughs) yeah especially because in the letter she writes to him which is in morse code she just writes it in dots and dashes which is just so sweet yeah um but she um she just keeps saying how she it's horrible because she just keeps saying how like she wishes she would just die kind of randomly like yeah like she gets into an elevator and yeah Yeah. just like quickly like she just hopes that like Mm -hmm. the end comes so that she doesn't have to suffer kind of and it's just like horrible because it's that happened obviously she suffered even more but it's just like yeah that including that in that letter was just like really yeah it's yeah it's upsetting yes it's just it's like hard because it's like well, she kind of got what she wanted in that she didn't have to die from the cancer. She didn't have to put yeah. anybody else through it. Nobody else had to mm-hmm. know that she had cancer and had had to mourn that with her. But she died in such a horrific way that it's like yeah. nobody would have wanted that. You know, yeah. she wouldn't have wanted I don't that think for herself. Would have opted for that. No. You know, yeah. yeah, nobody else would have wanted any. I'm sure anybody like obviously as horrible it it, it would have been to see her go through the cancer and everything. I'm sure that so many people would have rather seen her do that than be raped and murdered the way that she was. Yeah, you know exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, it's just so bad. And it's so horrible. Back to like the way it's so beautifully written. When I was reading it, and and you find once you learn Lee's point of view and get through all that um, disgustingness, um, I was I I remember like sitting there and I was like. Well, now I have to like, there's a reason Marin broke up with him, right? Because before that, you're mm-hmm. still thinking, okay, maybe she did just want to see other people. Maybe, you know, there was yeah. like 
maybe there was somebody else, you know, even yeah. even when you're like, OK, obviously it wasn't Lee because you're kind of made to believe that, like, maybe it was Lee. Mm-hmm. Once you're like, OK, maybe it wasn't Lee, um, like maybe it was someone else. But after that whole scene, you're like, OK, obviously she still really loved Ig. She didn't break up with yeah. Ig to, to be with Lee or anybody else. Yeah. So it's like, OK, why then? You know, like why? Like there's still a piece of the puzzle mis- missing here. And I obviously I knew we were going to find out and I knew that it was going to be something. And then once you find out, it's like, Jesus, really? I know. <laughs> it's so heartbreaking. <laughs> it's so sad. Yeah. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah. Um, um that whole end scene though, um, with like, you know, Ig trying to figure out how he's gonna finally put an end to everything was yeah. a lot. It was really good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like I said, yeah, I had to go back and kind of reread it's but specifically like that part, like the whole part in the um fuck, where did it take place? The foundry in the the foundry. the foundry, yes, yeah. thank you. Um, I basically had to go back and like reread that bit because I was like, I, I just kind of zoned out a little bit. I was, There's a lot as that I was happened. listening to it. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, wait, how does he hurt? I was like, what's going on? Like, yeah, there's definitely some of it because because it gets kind of weird, and you know, like he. He sees himself yeah. when he was younger, you know, like he finds the with, with the treehouse thing again. And yeah, oh, that's that so cool. <laughs> yeah. And so I feel like all of that, like it, it, it again, it, it was confusing in a way where it made sense. You know what I mean? <laughs> when things are confusing yeah. in a way no, that's yeah, supposed yeah, to be confusing. Yeah. And, and you're supposed to be like, what the heck is going on? And then you're kind of like piecing it together. But I, I, I had to re-listen yeah. to all of that because I was kind of like, wait, I don't think I fully got everything, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, same. But um, and I feel like we definitely need to move on to the movie oh, soon, yeah. just because we've been talking about the book for so long. <laughs> but, I mean, it's so good. It's, so it's just good. a testament to how good that book is. But yeah, that foundry scene. So basically, they have a final confrontation. Um, Ig through a mutual friend, I guess we could say, uh-huh. <laughs> sort of lures Lee out to this abandoned, di- dil- dilapidated. Uh-huh. Is that the right word? foundry (laughs) and um lee being the coward that he is and of course because he kind of finds out that he's being tricked uh brings eric who he eric is a cop right yeah seemed like it or at least a security guard eric was a security guard he that's right he's a security guard um so basically brings a security guard with him who comes over and and from the beginning of the book has been wanting to hurt ig Mm -hmm. um he brings eric with him eric brings his guns and they basically they basically i mean to 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 just sort of summarize it they just all end up killing each other like they all they all die (laughs) um and terry's there yeah and again just kind of showing like how i love terry (laughs) like like terry (laughs) terry was supposed to go home back to la because in the book terry is a talk show host and um was only there to like celebrate their grandma's birthday or something Uh like that um but basically Ig tries to use his horns to make terry leave but then terry and i i kind of wanted to touch on this too probably more so when we get to the movie but um religious artifacts tend to kind of cancel out the horns Uh Mm -hmm. um so while he's while he's just stopped over under like the shadow of a cross he basically kind of comes to his senses and is like why the fuck am i leaving like there's so much going on at home so he goes back yeah to help Ig. 
And there's the scene where he gets bitten by a snake. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Why is that snake biting him so many times? Yeah. <laughs> also, the way Lee dies. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Makes me feel so bad for the snake. I know. Yeah. I was like, that's not OK. Like, he could, he was probably going to die anyway. You could have just left him. Like, you don't have to have the snake go down his throat. Yeah. Ugh. Like you just killed the snake. There's so many snakes die in this book. It made me sad. sad. <laughs> I was like, what the? And fuck? they were his followers. Like that's they were his up. followers. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know if we want to jump to the end. I mean, that's not really jumping to the end. That's pretty. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much. We're, how it we're basically ends. already um, at the end. I love the way it ends. It's, I love it's so sweet. The, it's yes so sweet <laughs> and and again just kind of speaks to to terry with how sweet he is to glenna yeah like because yeah. everyone's so shitty to her and he's just so sweet to her and they yeah. like bond you know like he's a real friend <sighs> like, yes yes <laughs> Oh, yeah. And yes, the way she like says something about how she needs to go on a diet, and he's like, like "What? No like you're fine. Yeah. Like you're so good." Yeah, looking. she's like, like, she's like, "Maybe I'll see you in New York," and he's like, "No, well, I'll definitely see definitely. you in New York." And I'm yeah. like, "Oh, yeah, <laughs> I want to be Terry's friend." I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Terry's so also, sweet. Yes. Um. Also, w- when when so this is what I like to believe. Um. Because in the end, after uh, the whole uh, treehouse thing, um, you know, his his wish oh, yeah. is that he gets to see Marin again, you know. Yeah. And then in that one chapter, he, I think he goes into the treehouse, right? Or like, so yeah. he goes into, he, he, he sees like yeah. his wedding celebration and she's there and inflamed in, in fire and stuff. And, um, and they're clearly happy together. So what I like to believe is when... Um, when as Marin is dying, she says, like, it's okay, Ig, I made it. I yeah. am choosing to believe that in that moment she's there with him. Oh yeah. <laughs> and that's the meeting again. <laughs> um because otherwise I don't think I can think I know. about this book yeah. ever again. You're right. Yeah. She really just goes back there mentally at that moment and oh uh, yeah. That's so yes. sweet. And it's sad. It's so sad, but it's so sweet and and I love that Terry sees them. Like he wakes up in in his yes. hospital bed after and the whole thing, and he sees them. I'm crying. And he's, I know. And he's playing, and he's the playing horn trumpet and the horn. Yeah, yeah. I know. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm literally I have like tears coming down. That, and, and that to me in my brain was was Terry almost dying and then coming back. I don't know if that yeah. was the way you yeah, guys saw it in your brain, yeah. but that's how I saw it. Definitely. I took it as more of like a egg letting him know like they're good. They're now. Like, yeah, I think so too. Him and like Marin saying goodbye together. together. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Ugh, I know. <laughs> I was like a little bit confused with all of that though, just because he hears, you know, the horn. The horn. Was it a horn? I don't remember. Yeah, it was a horn. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So because Terry plays trumpet and he tried he's... horn, right? So that's why it's or but am he I wrong? stole but he stole Terry's instrument. Oh, you're right. That's you're why right. he had it. So was it a trumpet? It doesn't matter. No, whatever wind instrument so it, was it was that he plays. <laughs> <laughs> whatever wind instrument. Um, he like hears it when they're at the foundry with him. Yeah. When him and Glenn are at the foundry at the very end, he hears yeah. it a couple of times. So I yeah, was like, yeah. is he there? But like not there. But like 
you know, like I, I like to think they're in the treehouse. Yeah. Oh. So like he he's like hears it from the treehouse. <laughs> he can still hear it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Solid. Which I, I do want to touch on the treehouse for a little bit, and I mean I don't like, we don't have to do it right now. We can talk about it more in, like the movie because the movie like treehouse is like an actual place, an actual yeah. physical treehouse. Whereas like, in the book it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we can talk about that. Yeah, the, let's get, get it. Let's get into movie. the movie because well, we we need to get we'll to, jump yeah, to the yeah, movie, movie anyways. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> How many things? Oh, God, this movie sucked. It's just different. It's so different. I didn't yeah. like it. <laughs> I didn't like it. Yeah. Even, I think I think mm-hmm. even if I hadn't read this book, I don't think I would have really liked this movie. See, I remember watching the movie, like I said a while ago. And I remember being like, oh, okay. Like, that wasn't bad. Like, I, it's all right. I liked it. I'm pretty sure I, enjoyed I liked it. it. I had no... Watching yeah. it again, I had no recollection of watching it the first time. But before I mm-hmm. ever read it, I was like, I want to read it because I like the movie. Although now I just yes. no longer remember watching it for the first time. But um, <laughs> I, I, I liked it when I first read it. I mean, when I first watched it. And now I'm like, uh, it's really not... It's really yeah. not. It's not. Great. I think even like the opening scene was so cheesy. <laughs> yes, was like, it was. Yes, I was like that was kind of dumb. <laughs> yeah, and like she, they, she has that line. They have that line where he says like, "Oh, I'm gonna love you for the rest of my life," and she says, "Oh, just love me for the rest of mine." Yeah, yeah. Like, and I'm like, "What the says fuck? That? Who says that? Yeah. <laughs> who says that, like, bro? Who says that?" Because I was like, also spoilers. <laughs> I expect if you love me, I expect that you also love me when we're both ghosts. Like, yes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't just love me until yeah. the end of my life. It's forever. <laughs> <laughs> we got this locked down for a journey. Bitch. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, yeah. I actually, I, put, I just, how about no, how about actually it has to be forever. And I was close to including this in my actual wedding vows. Like, you know when they say like <laughs> "love you until death parts us," death do us part. I yeah. like yeah. literally was I had to stop myself from saying "and even after" because I really wanted to. I just didn't want to throw anything off, and I got nervous, like too nervous to say. Yeah, it. but like that was mentally in my vows, and even yeah. after, yeah, death. like <laughs> I know they didn't get married and they were children, <laughs> but still, yeah, Uh yeah. You know but what? Also, why are we? Uh, in you know what? Well, I know that yeah, was kind of weird. Why are we? Okay, so <laughs> I love snakes. Yeah, I don't know if we've ever actually talked about this. I fucking love snakes. <laughs> I've always wanted a snake. Every time I live with someone, they just don't want snakes. Moms, I know. I remember there was a time where mom, my dad and I would try to talk our mom, our mom, my mom, <laughs> his wife, into. <laughs> 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 I say our again because Drea's yes. and I share a mom. Okay. <laughs> So, and a father, but <laughs> we, <laughs> I was going to say it's early. It's 9 a.m. for me. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Anyway. Oh, um, midnight, bro. <laughs> it's a, oh shit. That's right for you guys. Damn. Okay. So there was a time where dad and I were trying to talk mom into letting us get a snake. Uh, and of course she just, she wouldn't have it. Um, and then whenever I moved in with Edgar, I was like, we should get a snake. And he's like, no, come on, Edgar. <laughs> but, um, it also, we just, we have a limitation on pets and yeah, stuff. True. So I was like, all right, fine. And it's easier, you know, whatever. So point is I fucking love snakes. None of those snakes were native to Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> 
which I was mad about because looking into it, a lot of the things that he mentions in the book are native to New Hampshire uh-huh. wow. in that area. So it's just like, yeah, the research was like done. Literally, I trust Joe. Yeah, Hill. I'm telling you, he's not yes. joking. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, too, it's like I firmly believe that the world a writer creates, especially when it comes to setting, is very important to them. That's why they tend to place their stories in the same place or like the same general area. And yes, it took place in New England. It should have been in New England. Like, why? Why make it Seattle? Yeah, that was like so not necessary. Like, why? (laughs) Yeah, there's and I, I okay, so I, um, like I mentioned before, we were at the San Diego Comic Con panel for Horns. Um, but obviously this happened a long time ago, so I remembered like none of it. Uh, so I went back to, I went back to rewatch the panel and I think they did ask the director, uh, I forget his name, Alex something or other. Um, they asked them like, why Seattle? And he was like, oh, it's because it's creepy and like there's woods there. And I just feel like it had a really good atmosphere and something about grunge. And I was like, (laughs) what? That's so stupid. (laughs) I was like, no. (laughs) Literally like the, okay. So I looked, I looked it up. Most of the snakes in Seattle are garter snakes, which are tiny. They're not very. I love yeah, that you did research on very the threatening. I know. I love that so much. Because <laughs> I was watching this and I was like, "There's no way there's like snakes that big in Seattle. Right. Like that. Just the environment is not suited for big snakes like that." I literally I didn't like, give it. He any had a thought. huge bow around his neck. I was like, "This doesn't make any yeah. sense." I looked it up. The I think like one of the biggest snakes there is there's like um. There's a rubber boa. Uh huh. Interesting. But it like the biggest it gets is like 26 inches. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm like, that's tiny. You're like, that's still a small snake. <laughs> yeah. And it's so goofy looking. It's so stupid looking. I love it. <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, <sighs> like rat snakes get really long and get really big. So it's just like, yeah. <laughs> and, and of course there's the, there's the rattlesnake that bites Terry uh-huh. yeah. in the book. And I mean, there's no, none of that in the movie no. for i mean i'm assuming because they probably just even though most of the fucking snakes are cgi anyway i'm assuming it just has something to do with you know there's actual people around right so they probably Safety. don't want yeah but it's just like i just uh <laughs> i was it completely took me out of it because i'm like watching and watching i'm like no no <laughs> i no. love that that's what took you out of it it's this <laughs> yeah. right not not his horns <laughs> Not oh, the horn. The devil. No, the horns are believable. <laughs> <laughs> it's the boa that took me out of it. <laughs> um, well, now we know what Christina's biggest grief with this movie is. Yes. <laughs> I think mine might be that we didn't get to see Daniel Radcliffe in a little blue dress. Oh, I yes. a skirt, what right? The fuck? He's wearing a skirt in yeah, a little skirt. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I would have say... loved to have seen him in a skirt. Yes, yeah. for sure. And he would have been down. He 100% yes, would have absolutely. been down for that. Like, and he would have looked so good in it. I feel like as soon as I read so that, as, or well, listen, as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh my yeah. God, Daniel Radcliffe in this outfit would be killer. Yeah. Like it uh-huh. would look so good. <laughs> I also wrote, and instead he just puts on a necklace and everything gets better. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. Oh exactly. my God. When the, I got so mad when that happened. No. Okay. Because yeah. in the book, he yeah. he catches on fire and he's healed, right? Because he's getting the shit beat out of him by Lee, and then he he gets caught on fire. He's well, 
you know, Lee sets him on fire and he's healed. And it's like, oh, well, the, the, the fire was healing to him. That was like his baptism, you know? Uh-huh. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay, that's cool. That makes sense. You know, like that sounds, that makes sense for th- within the context of this book, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then in the movie, he, he comes out all burned. He's still all burned. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that's a difference, you know? But I was like, not yeah. like that mad about it. I was like, okay, fine. Like, you know, I guess yeah. like maybe for the effects, right. it might be a cool visual to see. Like, I can accept it. And then he puts on Marin's cross and he's magically healed. And I was like, fuck that. <laughs> like, that is not what this movie's about, you know? Yes. Like, yeah. he spends so much time rejecting um, rejecting the religion and, and the God aspect of all of this. Because he's like, because he's saying, you know, like, he turned his back on Marin. Like, she went yeah, to, yeah. to church every Sunday, you know, and she truly believed and he was so angry about it and and he didn't get the horns from God and he's not being protected by God, you know, like, I don't know. Uh, I yeah. just thought it was so dumb. It made me like genuinely yeah. upset. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. I just, I, yeah, that was dumb. I hated it. And I mean, like, I understand that, you know, you have a famous actor, you don't want to have him covered in, in gory makeup the whole time. But like, you could have just gone to what the book said, yes. which was that he was fine. Yeah, he was a, which little, makes sense. a little red. Yeah. So we still we get a yeah. little bit of that devil, you know, classic devil, yeah. look, but not full on. Yeah, exactly. Though. Yeah. Also, just kind of in 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 sorry, not to like, oh, no, dominate the conversation for a second. <laughs> But like just in kind of going along with that whole like how it's kind of him just rejecting everything religious um, in in the book, he like he pees on the the statue of Mary. Mm -hmm. And then in Mm -hmm. the (laughs) in the movie, he does it, too. But again, just so poorly done. (laughs) I don't know about you guys, but when I was like reading it, it's like, okay, it's kind of funny. Like, obviously, it's like. Ew, yeah. gross, don't do that. But, like, it's also kind of, it's a little bit funny. And you can also, you understand him, you know? It's like, yeah, he's fucking yeah. pissed. Like, you know, he's so mad with, about what happened to his his girlfriend. But ha- in the movie, it's just kind of like, he just is, he's just on this dumb rampage. And then Glenna stops yeah. him. And he's, like, screaming about, like, you know, whatever the fuck. And I just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't I, find it amazing. I, I feel that moving the timeline in the movie, like the way they did. So the, the book takes place a year after the murder. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the movie takes place like almost immediately after. Yeah. And it's kind of like during the whole, you know, him, people thinking that he did it. Yeah. And, and it seems, and I, why was Lee suddenly his lawyer? Uh, yeah. I was like, hello. <laughs> Uh, like yeah it was i i wrote down why is lee his public defender like that's stupid yeah i was like i don't i don't like this but also that doesn't make sense why would he need a public defender if his family's rich yeah that's a good point like no that's that's what no that's what they say in the movie they literally address it they because his dad his dad was like why like why you don't have to go with a public defender like let us pay for one and then he's like Right. Everyone that you're going to pay is going to still believe that I killed her. Like, at least Lee yeah. actually believes that I didn't kill her. Which I hated that they kind of gave that role of the one person that believes in him to Lee and not Terry. Yes, they ruined Terry. They, in ruined, they Terry. ruined Terry. So, like we mentioned before, with the substance abuse, Terry is drunk and high off marijuana. Yeah. 
and that's it. That's all they mentioned. There's no mention of any mm-hmm. other drug. It's just he likes weed, which I mean, like he's don't we all you know, at this point he's been also yeah, I was just gonna say at this point he's living in LA. That makes yes, sense. Exactly. <laughs> the term so, California um, sober still includes weed. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. of course he smokes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So it's like, yeah, that like that made I don't know. I was just like, oh okay, yeah, that makes sense. Like whatever. He's he's smoking and he's drinking. In the movie, for some reason, he has like cocaine and shrooms and God knows what else. Like, (laughs) and it's so funny because they're like, oh, like he's a musician. You know, of course, he's going to be doing Uh drugs. He plays the fucking horn. He plays a wind instrument. (laughs) He does jazz. At a local club. It's not even like, and I mean, like, I know I did notice that there's like whenever uh egg goes home and the whole you know his parents are saying all those awful things i did notice that there was like a billboard ma- magazine in the background with both um both of them dad's yeah, name, but the dad and yeah terry. his dad and terry oh yeah so i'm assuming there's a bit there is a bit of fame involved but you don't see that not at you know all. what i mean like it's not really shown to you like you just see him at a local club yeah playing the horn and that's like pretty much it and he yeah and then there's a whole like him saying like oh he's a musician yeah i think they mentioned that he was in la but i think like like their reasoning for him being there is because like they need to put up like a united front for egg or whatever so like i think it's like implied but not quite like it is in the book you know yeah 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 in in like the book he's like and i mean like I, i again i don't really get the sense of this in the movie and maybe just it was sort of implied but i just didn't i don't know maybe i'd missed it but like in the book he's like genuinely famous yeah. like people yeah. know who he is yeah. he has his talk show he has there's the whole uh part where they talk about um ah fuck who was it who was the famous rock star that he was like excited about getting on the show um, do you guys remember was it keith richards mm-hmm. keith richards yes yeah um and uh so it's just like you know what I mean like like he's genuinely famous he's got famous people on his uh-huh. talk show and like people know who he is yeah and like to the point where like you know the congressman that Lee works for it does want to get on his show and it's just like I don't know where I was going with that sorry <laughs> oh I guess in the movie it's just like he's just sort of there uh-huh and he's not really I mean I don't know and Terry just sucks yeah Terry yeah like, sucks he just like he, he <laughs> He just like doesn't. And their relationship is just yeah. Their relationship, yeah. Yeah. Their relationship is completely. We just talked about how much we love their relationship, and their relationship is completely ruined in the movie. Yep, it's not at all that. There's at one point, you know, there's at one point where Ig basically tries to get him to overdose. Yeah, and it's just like, and I was just saying that like I hate this so much. It's very gross. Yeah, yeah. Terry, Terry, when when like when Ig was leaving the diner after Marin breaks up with him and. Terry goes like, "Oh, did it happen already? Like, did you propose already? Are we gonna celebrate?" Like the way I don't remember exactly how he said it, but the way he said it like made me genuinely laugh. Like, it was so yeah like, stupid. I don't know. Like his character just sucked. And yeah, then and then really in the sucked. movie, he's the one that drives Marin home or whatever. Um, and he was being weird yeah. with her that whole time. Like he's being yes. such a weirdo, like such yes. a creep. And I was like, why would they do this to Terry? Like, I know. Because <laughs> Terry was so kind and like genuinely loved Marin too, you know, like. Yes. Um, I don't know. He was just such a butt in the movie. Yeah. And like in the in the book, um, when they pick up Marin and, you know, when Terry is awake, he's like, 
you know, he notices that she's cold. So he's yeah. like, oh, hey, you want my jacket? Yeah. And um, and I, I kind of I love and hate the contrast of the way Terry sees that night and then the way like Lee sees that yeah. night. Yeah in the book because you know like terry says something about who's like oh you know like oh he's like oh hey girl you want my jacket um and then she's like oh i hope you don't think and he's like oh i don't think anything yeah Yeah. like don't worry about it like you know and he's even like a little bit mad at egg for leaving her for leaving her by herself yes exactly yeah yeah and then lee sees it as like i feel like the movie perspective is what lee would have been saying you know what i mean where he's like hey girl you want my jacket yeah like creepy and like yeah and it's just uh, it makes me so angry that he was the one that was like coming onto her in the movie when it's just like that was not at all what was happening yeah like he genuinely like you know like drea said he genuinely cared about her and (sighs) and then it also (laughs) makes lee look not as bad in comparison which is just like no lee is the real true horrible victim uh, villain of the story and so it's like we don't get much of that in the movie like we don't get Mm -hmm. all of the background that makes him as shitty as he actually is like yeah Yeah. you don't get the mom thing you don't get like all those horrible thoughts you know leading up to um thinking what he thought you know with Marin and like that thinking that they're gonna be together or whatever and then like yeah even like that obviously that scene is still like disgusting because you know he's still yeah raping and murdering her yeah i don't know it's it doesn't have the same like ick that the book had you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like again obviously it's still disgusting and horrible but like yeah i don't know it is different it doesn't it doesn't have the weight of him assuming for months yes that she's been trying to come on to him when she very clearly was not right yeah and even like, like you said like, while it's still disgusting and absolutely horrible it just i feel like i feel like in the movie it almost comes out of nowhere yes exactly. yeah you know i mean it's just like whoa what the hell like the, all of a sudden this character is bad whereas yeah. like in the book you see that he's not a good person yeah pretty much from the beginning and 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 <laughs> in the movie lee actually saves egg from drowning yes Oh, yeah. And, like, that's... I was trying to explain that to Edgar because we were watching it, and I was just like, no. I was like, that's not how it happens. I'm like, Lee doesn't actually do anything. And I'm like... And I feel like that just kind of... It just shows you who Lee is, you know, like, as a person, his character. Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of like, it's... They leave so much out in the movie. Yeah. And change so so much necessarily That changes the story. Yes. And, like... (sighs) I feel like there's a lot of things like okay like that like the mom thing like Lee abusing his mom like we didn't we, need yeah to we don't need movie. to see that like I'm I'm okay not see not not having to see that um but it's just like there's just so many other I mean that dude's a fucking walking red flag yes like everything he does is a fucking red flag but in the movie he's a public defender and he's nice and he's the one that believes it didn't kill Mary yeah and so I just feel like it just it I. <sighs> They didn't set that ground for him to be the bad no, guy. No, they didn't. And it's like, I don't know, just really disappointing. Yeah, I agree. And I guess also we didn't mention in the book how we find out about the whole fence scene and the cat. Like, oh, that's right. There's a the whole thing where he's walking on the fence and he's trying to feed this cat. The cat bites him or like scares him so he falls off and like he gets a head injury so i guess we're presume we're supposed to presume that like this is contributing to him being a piece of shit but also he killed the cat for like hurting him or like making him get hurt yeah which 
Like, how much of that are we believing, though? Right, true. Yeah, that whole scene was very weird because then he, like, fixes the moon. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Because he says giant. something about how, like, he... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that, yeah, yeah. Obviously, all that's, like, happening in his head. But it's like, I mean, I'm going to believe this guy killed this killed cat. Killed the cat. Oh, yeah, I absolutely believe yeah. that he killed yeah. the cat as a child. Yeah. And then that fucking chapter ends on what his dad says. It just stuck out so much to me when he's just, like, telling the mom not to get so mad at him and they're like oh he hasn't killed anybody not yet anyway or something like his dad literally says that about lee and it's just like yeah what and then obviously he ends up killing someone multiple people yeah (laughs) yeah by the end it's a couple yeah (laughs) like fuck yeah uh i want i do want to touch on the the i know we kind of talked about it but the um the treehouse uh-huh there's the whole so in the book in the movie it's just there it's like just like a treehouse that they go to yes um and i mean like i guess i guess but like in the book marion refers to it as a treehouse of the Mm -hmm. mind Mm -hmm. because they found it once randomly and they were never able to find it again it isn't till after Marin dies that egg finds it and it's the night before the horns grow yeah yeah and i i feel like i like that explanation of the horns because in the movie i don't know if it's just implied that he gets horns because he breaks the statue of, of they, mary i think that is the implication okay okay so because he offends god so he gets horns <laughs> yeah. but in the move in the book i mean he <laughs> he finds his treehouse again and he finds that business card uh-huh that is basically from saint yeah and he's and it's just like oh you like well oh, fuck what was the it was like where did you sure wally be way sydney yeah yeah <laughs> but satan, <laughs> the satan <laughs> version. <laughs> um, and it's yeah it basically says like you like oh, fuck what's the wording about like you get what you need or yeah shit can we find it? It's going to be at the very end. Look at the very yes. end of the book. Treehouse of the Mind. Tre- mm. Okay, take what you want while you're here. Get what you need when you leave. Say amen on the on your way out the door. Smoking is not prohibited. <laughs> Cute. <laughs> I love that. Smoking is not prohibited. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the... What is it? You get get what you need as you leave? Yeah, take yeah. what you want while you're here. Get what you need when you leave. Say amen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On your way out. So as he leaves the treehouse... He says amen. In his drunken state, he says... Yeah, and, and he but he also thinks of what he needs, which is to see Marin again, to to find out to what find happened out to her or whatever. And hurt the person who killed her or something. Yes. Yeah, and then he says amen and leaves. Yeah. And so it's like to... That I feel like is a pretty clear, yeah, way of saying that he just made a deal with the devil to get you know what he wants, right? Because it's all it's just it and it just I I don't know if I I I don't know if I just like that it's a little more clear cut, yeah, you know, I'm a little more obvious like oh this is what happened and this this here's the explanation for basically what kicks off this story right. and the horns. Whereas like in the movie, yeah, he just kicks and breaks like a statue of the Virgin Mary and like goes away exactly and then he has horns the next day which is like come it's on. stupid yeah yeah and i like that the the tree house was just something that they it was just for them yeah you know whereas like in the movie it's it's a real physical place and at one point um lee is out there and i mean that's obviously where the murder happens yeah. and it just kind of it just i don't know it sort of taints 
the treehouse. True. Yeah, it does. And it's meant to be a beautiful place. Like you said, that's just for them. And yeah. yeah. I like that we see them hearing somebody knocking on the trap door and later it's him, the one doing it that night. And yeah, I love how it did that. It's so fun. Yeah. Full circle. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, And he just wants to see her. And that's why he's like, he's just so trying. He's trying to get in there. Yeah, absolutely. Because he knows that she's in here there. He just wants to see her. And it's just like, uh, the book is just so so good. good. Honestly, if you want to consume the story just read the book read the don't book. even bother with the movie the movie's not i don't, know. Stand I alone. Like I don't think it was that bad stand alone it's not that bad and yeah it's it's one way of telling the story like it wasn't horrible the movie it's just not anywhere mm-hmm. near as close to being as good as the book yeah i mean maybe it's because i didn't watch the movie before i read the book but I very mm-hmm. much did not like it. <laughs> I also think they made it too raunchy. You know what I mean? Like it was yeah. true. There was like softcore porn going on like too many times. <laughs> yeah, right. no, I get that. Although um, I, the other thing yeah. I said is casual horns kind of a hot look. <laughs> I wrote that was one of my notes. <laughs> <laughs> one of my notes is what edgar said while we were watching the movie which was you're a devil harry <laughs> oh my god that's great <laughs> um the movie has a 42 percent on rotten tomatoes i don't remember if we mentioned that but 42 percent. so i mean again yeah, like we talked about like earlier makes sense as we talked about in the last episode rotten tomatoes isn't necessarily the most accurate or Maybe not accurate, but because obviously any sort of like opinion thing, it's not there's no accurate, you know, there's no right Mm -hmm. um, opinion. But, uh, you know, you always got to take a a Rotten Tomatoes score with a grain of salt. Um, For sure. It's just interesting when because it so often happens that it fully just doesn't align with what is expected. Yeah. Like what we believe the quality of it actually is. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily super disagree with this score because, again, I didn't like it. <laughs> but yeah, and I even think even I, I think it's a reasonable score. Yeah, I think yeah. so, too. Oh, another thing that really bothered me was Ig's interaction with Marin's dad in the movie. Uh-huh. Um, in the book, it, I feel like the movie, the horns didn't even have any sort of effect on him. Yeah, in the like, movie, there's nothing. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, and I, I was telling Edgar too as we were watching, I was like, I feel like the horns sometimes work and sometimes don't in the movie. True. Yeah. Like they just kind of randomly stop really working. Because like in the book, the way it's described, like whenever pe- he's around people, they can't help but just start spilling like their guts out to yeah. him. And, you know, like all these horrible, awful things that they're doing or want to do. Um and it's almost like they're in a trance. Yeah. Yeah. Where they're just kind of like just saying it. Whereas like in the movie, sometimes they do that and sometimes they're just talking to yeah, him normally. Exactly. And yeah. I'm like, hello? <laughs> um, but yeah, the dad. Yeah. Um, but in the movie, Marin's dad just immediately just wants to kill him. First, of, Well, first of all, in the movie, Marin doesn't have a sister that died of cancer. It's, it's the mom. her mom. Yeah. 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 Which I mean, like, okay, I guess. But you also don't get that um you don't get that background of why Marin doesn't want to i mean obviously you know why people don't want to have cancer right. 
but you don't kind of you don't really get that full picture of all the suffering that she and her family had to go through when her sister yeah. was going through cancer. And why she thinks it would affect uh, and the, Ig in a specific way. Yeah. And I mean, she says she says that her sister was engaged before she had cancer. Yeah. And in the movie, Ig is about to propose. Yeah. In the book, he's not. In the book, she says in her letter, if I told you I was dying of cancer, you'd want to marry yeah. me. And I would, I'd be too weak to say no. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'd, I'd be, I'd weak, I'd be weak and I'd say yes. And so, and she's like, you know, and the, I saw what, what the, you know, how that drove my sister's fiance away and I didn't want to do that yeah. to you. And it's just like, that just, I don't, that just kind of makes more sense as to her motivation Agreed. for wanting to break yeah. up with him. Cause again, if I were dying of cancer, I, and I mean, like not having had that experience of seeing someone be mean, yeah. you know, to, to the rest of their family. Which, I mean, like, is fair. You know, you're dying. You're allowed to yeah. cope with that. How <laughs> the fuck you yeah. can. But, like, having not had that experience, I feel like if I were to be diagnosed with cancer, I wouldn't want Edgar to leave me. You no know, way. I'd be like, no, no, no. You're sticking around. You're hanging around. And you're going to, you know, I want to spend as much time with you as I can True. before I leave. My, you know, so it's just like, I. it makes more sense for her having seen her sister go through that and having had, you know, having, going, having gone through that herself with her sister. Yeah. As the non, you know, dying person yeah. that she wouldn't want to put. It yeah, right. So it just kind of takes away from that in the movie. Um, also, in the <laughs> and I hated this in the movie, her dad just gives Ig a key and is like, this is for you. And then he goes and he finds her yeah. letter. Whereas in the book, the reason he finds the letter is because her mom has basically like taken down all their pictures. Yeah, she hacked her you know, up and put her away pretty yes much. yes you know i think there's a i think the dad says something about how he's like oh i can't have pictures of my girls up but instead we have pictures of him referring to yeah. jesus because she basically took down the pictures of her daughters and has put up pictures of jesus instead. yeah mm-hmm. um which again i mean like you know cope grieve however you want but that's upsetting yeah you know because then you're basically kind of you're almost pretending like these girls didn't exist exactly so of course i understand why her dad is upset and why he has ig go look for her pictures and to put them back up which is when he finds the mammogram and then her letter um i don't know i think i just like their interactions better in the book because he is because he is under the influence of the horns Mm -hmm. and so he's just being very honest and real with Ig and kind of telling him how he feels and while there is there is obviously, you know, a lot of anger from his dad, mm-hmm. from the dad, from her dad. Sorry, because uh, he whenever he first thinks that Egg killed her. Yeah. You know, obviously he's going to be pissed. But then like when he, he I think he tells he tells him, right, that he's like, I didn't do it. It was Lee. Yeah. Or he says something to that effect. And then dad's like, oh, yeah. Like he believes him. Yeah. And I just I don't I just I don't know. It just just a lot better in the book. Yeah. I the agree. movie the movie that part of the movie sucked. Yeah. I think a lot of the movie sucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's hard to just separate them because it's, yeah, it's like going into this whole thing. I yeah. was like, oh, this is a good movie. It's a good book. It's going to be great. And then, yeah, <laughs> putting them directly next to each other, I'm like, oh, oh, this, yeah. this movie's not Also, <laughs> like, that entire, like, end scene, too, is just so much more lame oh in the God. movie. Oh like, the God. whole book, you're like, oh, my God you know like what the yeah. heck yeah and that entire last like that entire ending is just so like anti-climactic yeah. you know like yeah nothing really happens oh my god when he <laughs> when 
Is it that he takes off the necklace and he grows wings? Yeah, yes, when he, he grew takes the off. wings, I screamed. I was like, why? I literally so said, why? I was like, what? What was the point? That was so dumb. Was and then they so just burn bad. up and he falls down. And yeah, it was so dumb. He's just on fire and then he just. It was, yeah. So much of that was unnecessary. Was I was literally bad. sitting there. Yeah. I was literally, literally, literally sitting there being like, like, this is like, <laughs> this is like Batman versus Superman all over for me. Like this fight, this fight scene just sucks. <laughs> this fight scene is like so dumb. And like, this is like the one scene that should be good, but it sucks. And <laughs> yeah, and and I'm just sitting here and I'm really tired. And there's so many things I could be doing right now. But instead, I'm watching this and I'm yeah. mad. <laughs> Yeah. They also just made Lee just like so much more lame. Like he was just so lame in the movie. You know? He was just yeah. like a regular smarmy congressman type of guy. And as opposed yeah. to like an actual sociopath. Yeah. 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 It was just a just... weird creep and that was it, you know? And like, yeah, yeah sure, weird creeps, they're all over the place. And you can yeah. hate them. <laughs> but like it's not it's not the same, you know? Like mm-hmm. Book Lee is just so horrible but like so evil and conniving and Mm -hmm. like as much as you you hate him for being disgusting you also can't help but like respect a little respect him a little bit for like how clever and conniving he is you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah 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 because he has he has his whole his whole like redemption thing where he's like oh like i used to be a sinner like i'm a sinner but like i'm turning my life around uh-huh. yeah and it's just like mm. really. <laughs> you know, like oh you're that person yeah. <laughs> yeah but yeah you get none of that in the movie uh-huh. you you're just it, weird you're just the weird creepy dude yeah yeah and then you have like the i don't know it's not that big a deal but it just seems so lazy to me to instead of putting in a contact and a little bit of you know like scarring yes. around his eye they just have him slip on a couple of you know pretend wooden fingers yeah and it's just like it's i mean like we were watching and edgar's like wait is his hand even messed up like he has like a whole hand <laughs> and i was like i think he has like prosthetics but yeah. you know like yeah. yeah i'm like it's just it ruined, it's, it's like such a simple little thing that they could have done yeah yeah like he's not even he's and supposed I mean, to be again, blonde he's supposed to like and that is fine. It's like, whatever. You, you yeah. liked this actor instead, whatever. But you couldn't, like, exactly. You couldn't have put a fucking contact in. It couldn't have just been about yeah, your like, I got come on. blown out instead of, or whatever, shard of glass. Head with your fingers. Yeah, if for some reason he was holding on to the cherry bomb, I'm assuming, yeah. and when yeah, it went off, like, well, yeah. who does that? Yeah, they say, like, the, why? they say that it went off in his hand. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, no. Yeah. Again, maybe it's just because oh. I uh-huh. I didn't watch it before I read the book. I yeah, hope, but I just didn't enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, no, I I get that. The I wanted to touch also just kind of going back to the inconsistency of the horns. The scene where uh, he talks to the priest in the movie is outside. Is out on like outside of the 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 uh-huh. church. Like it's right there, uh-huh. and they're like in the little graveyard area but like in the book he's he specifically remembers that they weren't like in the church they weren't on like hallowed ground yeah 
and that none, neither of them, neither the, the, the priest nor the nun were wearing any sort of right. religious stuff. So he's like, that's why the horns worked on them. True. Whereas again, just sort of like it being inconsistent in the movie mm-hmm. where like it works on them, even though he's technically on hallowed ground. Right. So it's just like, I just, yeah. Like little things like that. Like it's we could have, we could have been more not, consistent. Yeah. That like, yeah. we're not. Yeah. Like it could, it wouldn't have been that difficult to just, you know, change a little thing just to make sure that it made sense. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I want to see this movie where Joe is writing the screenplay. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, I want to re- I want to yeah. watch the movie of the book that I read. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I know we talked about this sort of, um, before we, I think before we started recording, but, um, in the Comic-Con panel, they really, and I remember this from, from so long ago that they made an emphasis on the fact that this movie isn't just one genre. It's not just a horror movie. It is a horror comedy movie. And I think they even ask like Joe Hill, like, Oh, like what? Like something about the movie that, or like he says something about how he was asked what genre the movie is. And he's like, Oh, it's a tragic horror comedy or horror, horror, horror. I don't know what he, I don't know the exact words, but basically that's the gist of it. It's a tragic horror comedy. And I'm like, what about this was comedic? Yeah. I laughed, but I don't think I laughed at the right. No, spots. no. Like, I don't think I laughed when I was supposed I, to. I laughed. Laughing. I definitely laughed when uh, <laughs> after Terry confessed to, to Ig and then Ig started beating uh-huh. him up. That made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, see, I laughed at the wings. Yeah, yeah I laughed I'm at the wings. i what else I laughed at. Actually, no, but I don't yeah, think I, don't I laughed. Think I, I think I was really mad. I, oh no, I was laughing. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Because <laughs> it made no sense. And like there are certain bits that like were straight from the book. Yeah. That I enjoyed. Like, you know, there's a part at the very beginning um where he wakes up with Glenna, which again, Glenna, I wish they would have given Glenna a little bit more to do in the movie. Same. I wish she would have had the role that she had in the book. Because in the um, movie they're not even dating. It's not he, Yeah. No, they're not, not dating. dating they're all. not and I mean like I think technically in the book he says something about how they're also not dating but they're roommates and they're sleeping yes. together and they're obviously together they're like close. to the point where she feels yeah to the point where she does feel guilty whenever she gives lee a blowjob right. you know she says you know she like feels that she needs to confess to him because she feels bad about it yeah so obviously they are in a sense together so but i like that you know he wakes up the next morning and she's got the donuts yeah. you know and she's just like and in the book, she says that she wants to just dive in and eat yeah. it. Like she, she doesn't even want to use her hands. Yeah. And she does that in the yeah. movie. And I thought that was, I'm like, oh, that's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, but that's it. Like, that's really all we really, yeah, mean, we I don't think get that, a whole lot I think from that Glenna. Scene, I think that scene where, um, like, the reporters are, like, fighting each other was supposed to be funny. Yeah. But I didn't necessarily find it very funny. Yeah. No, no it really wasn't. And I remember, like, as we were watching the movie, I was like, oh, this is the scene that they showed us like, at Comic-Con. <laughs> I was like, that's, like, the opening thing that they showed us. Yeah. The reporters all fighting each other. That's yeah. funny. Um, I mean, it's not. I do just want to but... touch. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I do just want to say, despite, I mean, I know we're, like, shitting on this movie. I do like Daniel Radcliffe. I, I do, too. I, I really like he do wasn't too. bad. And maybe I'm just biased. <laughs> you know, maybe we're just biased. I just really like Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah, I like Daniel Radcliffe. I don't know. I f- I... I don't think he did a bad job. I just don't think that this was his best performance. <laughs> mm-hmm. There were like little, like like even that scene with when the when the um 
the reporters are like fighting each other like yeah he's doing like a silly laugh and and like his you can chalk it up to you know like a silly like devilish laugh but i don't know like Mm -hmm. i didn't i didn't find that very amusing yeah (laughs) and again maybe it was just that like i was like tired and like at that point i was already like i don't like this movie i don't really want to watch this movie anymore you know kind of thing and maybe just like maybe that was it but i was just kind of like yeah and then like again it's it's not quite the same but there's like a scene when um when terry is like he's on all of those drugs that uh yeah he made him take that he does like a like a kind of thing uh-huh <laughs> like yeah. he does that <laughs> that was funny and it made me laugh and again like yeah sure you can chalk it up to like like oh it's supposed to be silly and like yeah i feel like you did kind of get that like it was supposed to be mm-hmm. silly and stupid but at the same time yeah. i mean eric pretty recently just made me watch morbius and it made me think of that scene <laughs> in morbius when uh matt smith is like Rah! you know yeah. <laughs> and i was like yeah God damn it <laughs> yeah i mean i i think I think that the characters were poorly written in the movie. So yeah, I think that absolutely. the actors did the best they could with who they were yes. given, kind of. You know, like I think that yeah, for Daniel sure. Radcliffe did great for that character. Yeah. Even though he's not, it's not the same Ig exactly from the movie, from the book. But yeah. I absolutely could see Daniel Radcliffe as Ig. And I would love to see Daniel Radcliffe A better as version. Ig. <laughs> In a, yeah. yeah, in a Joe Hill yeah. version of, of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Again, I really want to see Daniel Radcliffe in that blue skirt. Yes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's a crime they didn't let us have that. I know. I know. There's also a line where he says, and I don't, I can't remember where, when exactly he says this. It's kind of towards the beginning. And I think he says he's going to go talk to someone or do some or get something out of someone and someone's like how i think it might have been terry who was like how and he's like i don't know he's like i've been lately i've been pretty fucking yeah. persuasive and i'm like when when were you persuasive <laughs> i haven't seen that yeah you didn't do anything yeah. like you haven't done anything yeah. what are you talking about and also in the book he talks about how he tries to get someone to do something and they're like you can't do that like you can't make yeah. him do that you can only do it if i want to mm-hmm. do it yeah and whereas in again in the movie he gets all his reporters to fight each other right. where it's just like no one wants They're to do that like they do don't that. yeah like that's not how that works yeah. yeah yeah and then of course terry's confession i hated that again i hate their fucking relationship in the movie mm-hmm. yeah he like you know he confronts him at the club and then they start fighting and then he like is like oh i don't know like i don't know if i did it whereas like in the book it's literally the first thing he tells it yeah yeah like, as soon as he sees him, he's just like, I need to tell you something. I need to tell you something. Because, like, like, obviously, again, he's under the influence of the horns. He just wants to. Yeah. And obviously, this is something that he's been wanting to tell him because. He feels it's guilty way, about like, him. And he feels yeah, guilty. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I have much else to say. I don't think say. I do either. It's just. <laughs> it's disappointing think, after as good of a book as that was. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely agree. I think my last point um, was that. You know, listening to the book, to Lee's death in the book was horrifying and like, ah! and then I was like, I like, as he's like dying, I'm like, are they going to do it? You know, like, are they going to, you know, are they going to kill him? 
Um, and then the the snake goes through his body, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, yeah." And then I was like, "Okay, is that gonna be it?" And then no, they like did it, and the snake starts going into <laughs> his mouth, and I was like, "Ah, yeah." And I, yeah. I genuinely think that yeah. that was the best part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> when it was, it, I'm. It's funny you bring that up because literally when the snake goes through his body. Edgar was like, oh, and I was like, oh, yeah. I'm like, in the book, it goes down his throat. I'm like, oh, you know, like, haha, like, it's different. Yeah. And then it starts going down his throat. And I was like, oh, never mind. Yeah. yeah. I think as like as like, horrifying oh. as it was to watch, I'm glad yeah. that they did it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But yeah, well, I mean, I think I think we've said all we have to say. I, I yeah. think our 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 thoughts seem to be the book was incredible. The movie's OK. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It just could have been better. It could yeah, have been better. And again, like I said, it, better. yeah, I like I said, I think it might just be that I my first experience with this story was the book. So I might just be a little bit more harsh on this movie than you yeah. guys. <laughs> um, so which I mean, like it's, it's fair because like, yeah, like you. I feel like when you watch the movie and don't read the book, you only get. Yeah, like a fraction uh-huh. of the story, and yeah. like I said, you know, like you just don't like a lot of it. Kind of just doesn't make sense yeah. in that mm-hmm. you know, like the whole Lee thing, like him suddenly beating the murderer. It's like what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, it kind of it just out of it nowhere. feels out of nowhere. True. Yeah. Whereas in the book, there's just it's just you see it coming. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and we hope all y'all have a chance to. Read the book. Definitely strongly recommend it. Yes. Yeah. If you've gotten here and you still haven't read the book, I mean, obviously, don't read while you're listening to it. But if you've gotten here <laughs> and you're a non-reader of this book, just go read it. Go go read the book. It's so good. Go read the it's book. So it's so much better. It. So good. And I feel like we 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 talked a lot about the book. But even then, I still feel like there's so much more we didn't yes. talk about oh, that for you can sure. still get out of you know reading the book mm-hmm. it's just just go read it <laughs> yes <laughs> all right well that's been this episode we're glad that you guys joined us here today don't forget to yeah follow us on all the socials oh what yeah do we have um facebook instagram we have a we'll post them in the description Face- of the yeah facebook <laughs> instagram we're okay, perfect yeah, we gotta get this done. <laughs> <laughs> maybe next up, epi- maybe next we'll episode we'll have it episode. all down. We can actually tell you guys where to follow us. Uh, but yeah, we're on. Yeah, like yeah, <laughs> Facebook. Look, God, you just keep saying the same things that Marissa already said. You're you're good, bro. We're good. Okay, Christina's gonna have a meltdown now. Thanks. In a couple I was, weeks. I, I was literally gonna say, look up Facebook pod. <laughs> facebook pod okay i'm gonna go yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go <laughs> okay and good <laughs> all right goodbye Bye.